Hey guys, if you live in Zimbabwe, you may have seen a number of stories in the press speaking about the influx of counterfeit or illicit alcohol that's flooding the market. This is obviously especially concerning as we approach the festive season. Maybe you've even seen forwards in the group chat with alcohol being sold at ridiculously cheap prices. The scariest thing about this recent trend is that consumers don't know what's in the drinks they're consuming. Some of these counterfeit alcohols contain harmful products such as ethanol and pure alcohol, as well as coloring agents that could cause irreversible damage to the health of consumers. So because of this, Jameson Irish Whiskey has launched the hashtag BuyOriginal campaign. To help you identify that your Jameson Irish Whiskey is original, they have added extra safety and security markers to protect you. Whenever you buy a bottle of Jameson Irish Whiskey, look out for a clear seal on the neck of the bottle with the Jameson text and a white sticker on the bottle reminding you to drink responsibly. For more information on how Jameson Irish Whiskey is protecting you from counterfeit alcohol, and how you can identify if your whiskey is original, head on over to twobroketumbos.com forward slash Jameson or look out for the information on our social media pages. Jameson Irish Whiskey by Original. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another holiday episode of Two Brack Twimbos. My name is Pop. Pop Duplicy, and I'm here to help you navigate this podcast episode. This week, we have a recap of our interview with none other than Amos, Amos Ashili. And uh, as you guys might have saw recently, his, his song Lifestyle, 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 Lifestyle was in the top 30 songs on Apple Music in the country for 2021. And we feel we were solely responsible for that in that stimulus package. So you're welcome, Amos. And we hope you guys enjoyed the episode too. Please don't forget we're on holiday, but we haven't stopped caring and our bills haven't stopped as well. So please don't forget to support us at two. This is number two. Broketwimbos.com forward slash donate. That's two broketwimbos.com forward slash donate. Also, please don't forget to follow us on the socials, okay? That's a field chart, Danny that guy and two broke twimbos. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast. If you loved an episode from the year, please, please send us a review on, on any of your platforms. As you guys might have seen, Spotify now has reviews and ratings on its podcast platform. So please do so as well. We'd really love and appreciate your feedback. And finally, guys, stay safe out there. The new year is upon us, okay? Please be careful. The Millennium Tour is raging and Omarion is doing encore after encore after encore. So please, guys, stay masked up, stay safe, and if you can, get vaccinated. Okay, guys? My name is Pop, and we'll catch you guys in the following year. Dan, do you know what you and Amos have in common? Um, ability to make cool things. A penchant for German vehicles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Hey, I know this is a, this, this is a. When is the video dropping? When's it's the dropping video soon. dropping? It's already shot. It's dropping soon. Ah man, nah, this, this, this is gonna be like if 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 the if the if they're not burnouts, if, if there's not spinning, 
if those if those gushashes aren't turning and there's no and there's no gti verpaying ah, no, i'll be very disappointed man. Man. it's gushash one way gushash yeah, one way start that. <laughs> 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 yes yes guys we are here with the man of the moment uh, to be honest i mean this man dropped an album that i've been having on repeat we it's on the playlist we played it two weeks ago when it first dropped um flames straight flames um amos man thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for having me man thank you oh man the pleasure the pleasure is all ours what's the response been to yimilo since it since it dropped man what what has it been like to be honest um it's 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 been hectic i don't think i was really 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 ready for this oh snap Mm-hmm. Can you still see me? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 been hectic, eh? It's been hectic. Um I feel like it's it's also gaining momentum slowly but slowly, surely, because I could really see mm-hmm. the numbers growing and the engagement, people comment and people mm-hmm. are paying attention, yeah, and they they're showing so much love. Okay. So at a time like this um well lockdown restrictions are now being eased somewhat how difficult is it to push a project during this pandemic cuz you want to be in the clubs you want to be in the clubs <laughs> man that's where the ama piano hits you know yeah but at this point it's it's not that hectic cuz we still go out we still do gigs yeah. it's it's not it's not that hectic we back to level 2 so we are able to maneuver however but we still have those few restrictions yeah um and social media of course playing a huge role you know so it it's it's doable yeah yeah man i i've been seeing a lot of, of videos actually on 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 tiktok and and reels or of, of, sure. of people in, in in the gemens <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah I I think I think like when the, if that video drops and when that video drops it's going to be a movement man because I I can really see like the impact it's going to have especially like TikTok man it's, it's going to be a problem right <laughs> yeah yeah um I think let, let's start in the beginning man um listening okay. to this project a lot of languages are spoken on this project man how many languages do you speak uh let me see It's not a, not a lot actually. It, it's pedi, it's Zulu, little bit of Ndebele, uh Chitonga. Yeah. Okay. Just just for four languages. Oh wow. So which yeah. tribe are you from? I'm Ndebele. Ah, you see Dan, once again, your brethren. Dan <laughs> is also in Ndebele. You 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 guys want to converse in Ndebele from? Hi. Um No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's focus on the music, Phil. Let's focus on the music. We're here. We're chatting with with a young talented talent. Um yeah. when, when, what was when was the first break into into the mainstream for you? What was the first song that really hit as an actual <laughs> track for everyone? Before him the, the the first song was definitely Zaga after mass music. Um, um, did a, a, an Ama Piano remix. Mm. Uh, I thought that 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 was that was a boom. It was a breakthrough for me, you know. 
So that happened okay. in that happened in in twenty twenty nineteen when he dropped uh, Imam Bisa, uh, his first project, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. song was the second the, the first song in the project of it. So there was no way people wouldn't have. Uh, or there's no way people would have missed the song, you know. And yeah, then we yeah. did a music video right after it. Yo, it, it went. Yo, it was really hectic. Sure. Yeah. Jalon jalo buze telunyaga Sifuga nanga singa fundi Skandi saga ele nyanga Kiti kiti gesha huye nyuga Jalon jalo buze telunyaga Saga zaga 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 Sifuni zaga 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 I think even before that, let's even go before that because you had been trying to make music, and obviously yeah. you, you were trying to figure out where to go with your life. Um, sure. Let's speak about those struggles because I think that's something that all artists can relate to, as I, um, especially in African African households. Um, being an artist It's not really considered A real profession Until you start bringing The checks in Sure Definitely <laughs> So Sure What was that transition like And even before that Like what How did you get into music And then when did you decide You know what I, I'm, I'm not going to go professional I'm going to be an artist So basically um, Music came from church You know um, mm-hmm. It started at church Because we I had an opportunity To learn how to play keys at church so i developed skills of playing chords and stuff as as time went because i've been practicing in church from there i played at school did my choir i i had a, a choir you know I used to conduct a choir in high school from high school the passion grew and i then became a sessionist i did um a studio work um mm-hmm. around the around the hood and people, in fact, everyone that I worked with would generally look at me in the eye and tell me, "Brah, you are something. You are you are something else. You you've got this unique thing." You know, they always tell me the same thing, and that thing kind of built my confidence in music. You know, and the impact I did, I believe, in church. You know, whenever I I minister, people would really um um uh show love and say amos thank you for the good savers and 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 wait wait hold and, on, hold on. sorry hold on. sorry 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 to disrupt you said you used to minister so what you'd be on the pulpit preaching <laughs> not really preaching but i agree you, you minister also in worship mm. so i used to yeah i used to i used to sing a lot in church oh, so okay, okay, okay. yeah mm. So those kind of things, man, it, it kind of, and, and I, <laughs> oh my gosh, lo- there's quite a lot of things I've been, I've been uh, facing in life with this whole music thing. I remember mm. when I was uh, a grade nine, 
I needed to, to, to own my own keyboard like so bad. And my folks couldn't even afford one. And they would tell me, no, why don't you focus at school for now? And then we'll get to the, the keyboards later. I then had to, mm. to, to, to take the bus fee, you know, the, the bus fee. <laughs> I stretched it for like, for like three months, you know. But my mom would realize whenever I come back from school, my, my, my school shoes would be like really dirty and mm. I was really untidy. Things just didn't make sense. And at you that were time, sweating. I'm sweating, you know. Your because calf muscles I, I had, are just growing. <laughs> <laughs> because because I had been chased away from from the bus, you know, because I've been stealing the bus fee, and now I'm using train, and now folks are um, discovering, you no, know, you haven't been doing this thing correctly. And after that, I bought myself a brand new keyboard, and I never looked back from that. But I still went use train my whole life, you know, um, as a punishment of you know of taking the bus fee. So I I would say that that was the seed of how the love of music production came from, from that first keyboard I own. Mm, okay. Okay. It, it's, it's quite interesting. So are you still producing because you, you work a lot with producers like mass music and, yeah. and keys and so forth. Are you still producing or you, you're not just focused on being a vocalist? Uh, honestly, I'm just focusing on being a vocalist, you know? Um, mm. Yeah. I want to, I want to focus there. I, I want to major in that, in that line, you know, um, I, f- I feel like there's, there's a lot that still needs to be done, especially, uh, in concept, in concepts and, and tapping into other markets and not only focusing on I'm a piano in South Africa, but introducing it to other world because it, I feel like it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to, to grow the brand elsewhere when you mm-hmm. you also multilingual you know play around with languages and trying other sounds also you know so vocally yeah that's that's one thing i want to focus on production not not at the moment okay so like is there ever a time like you, you hit the studio and you might have a chord progression or melody and you're like the producer oh yeah that something. happens that happens mm. all the time actually even the first songs i was like it was the chords I I played, you know, the chord progressions. There's quite a lot of songs, you know, because it, it, it for me to write, I need to have like a, a skeleton. And when I'm alone and there's no mass music around, there's no T.O., I have to do, like try to do something. And yeah. because of I, I used to play keyboard at church also, so it, it becomes easier, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you're now a dusty footed kid with massive calves getting, getting 60,000 steps in every day because you got your keyboard. <laughs> hey, it was bad, man. Yeah. So how do you explain? Okay. So when you come home with the keyboard, what do you, ex- what do you say? Like, like, do you lie and say it was a gift? Like, been, how did you play I've that I've been off? saving money. I've been saving money all along. So that's what I thought. <laughs> So yeah, initially when you, when you were making music, you weren't making you weren't making the Yanos. Um, what type of music were you making at the time? At that time, I was doing Afro pop, mm. and yeah, just Afro. I didn't even want to compromise. You know, um, I I really love live music. You know, bass, guitar, mm-hmm. all of that. I love love me live music. So, and that's what I grew up doing. You know, in church. So. 
um, the programming um, kind of came and I felt like uh, this is the direction that I'm, the things are heading to. So I had to jump on it and, and move with Ama Piano. And now I'm starting to love it. In fact, I love my piano, man. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I noticed. <laughs> okay. Um, so two, a two-parter. Do you ever feel like you might go back to Afropop? Uh, I, I would rather, I would rather, I mean, even now I still do Afropop. I mean, there's a few mm. songs that are Afropop in my project. So yeah. I don't think I would, I would, um, just focus on Afropop as Afropop alone, you know, as you can even hear my, my project, Yimilo, there's mm. hard, there's, um, I'm a piano. There's one song, which is kind of like hip hopish. Uh, Iglesia, the last song in the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there is Afro pop also, so I think that's that's how I, I'm gonna be uh, uh, doing my music. Oh, okay. Uh, that's dope. So you drop Zaga, 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 and then Mas does the remix. When do you sure. realize? Okay, okay. Wait a minute. Um, there there might be something happening over here <laughs> that, <laughs> that isn't happening over here. Yeah. What what was that moment like where you realized okay there there might be more traction adding my vocals to Amapian? It's it was when I <laughs> you know when you pass by the street and you you hear a little kid singing mm-hmm. that zaga 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 then I felt okay this song is actually a big deal. If this kid is like a three-year-old can sing to that song and it was still new to me, even famous still new to me. Shoot, mm. that's when I felt that and I, I made it. And I remember uh, after Mass Music actually took the vocals, um, which is unlikely to happen because we never give uh, stems to anybody. But I don't know how it happened that I, I, I actually give him the vocals. I think, mm. not even I think, I know it was the time when I, I actually gave up in music, you know, like music, it's not happening for me. Just after we came out of lockdown, you know, mm-hmm. no, we're still like lockdown. When was it? 2019, 2019. Yeah, yeah, because Zaga came before yeah. me, right? That was before MTV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're still in lockdown. Um, and Afropop was really not pulling up for me because I had a lot of songs and of, of Afropop, but people are not showing the same love, the same energy. You know, it was, it was like there's a new sound and nothing else matters. Everyone is going that way. Uh, and when Mass Music touched the, the vocals, Afropop uh, vocals to Ama Piano, like things completely changed. You know, I, I honestly firstly, uh, first didn't love the sound uh, because I felt like it's, it's it wasn't authentic to to that sound of afro you know it's mm. it, i felt like it, it's diluted you know i felt like it was diluted and it was noisy you know and the tempo was even faster but i realized i had to catch up you know i had to <laughs> i had to pull up i had to okay. pull up and people sh- uh, showing love to the song you know, yeah. Even I now, even now, 
<laughs> I think there's two points you touched on. I think the first one is, uh, let me get it out of the way. Did Mass Music, did you send him the stems or did he quote unquote find the stems? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, I think it was, it was first an Afropop um, mm. song. Yeah, so we just took Afropop and then we edit. Also, oh, he hit you up and, and he was like, yo, send, send me the vocals and then you yeah. send them through. Because the original okay. producer, the, the original guy who, who did the producer is T.O. Star Quality. Um, yeah. On the guitars and yeah, basically, and myself. Yeah, and yo, T.O.'s when drums, we were recording, man. The funny thing, when we were recording that song, um, we were actually on, uh, we were shooting for SABC3. That was my first uh, TV appearance. It was the first time I had a TV appearance. It was called The Talent on Track. And then the presenter of the show was like, can you show us what you can do? Like, do something, record something in the studio right now. Mm-hmm. At that time, and then I played the keys with T.O. And then came Zara Zara at that time. But we had to on come back. On that spot. On that wow. spot. And and I actually felt it. in my, Like, it gave me so much goosebumps that I even told T.O. Like, T.O., this song it makes me feel like different. I've never felt like this ever in my life. And, and yeah, did just that it, it became, it became a breakthrough of my life. Ah, that, that, that's dope. I think the, the other point I wanted to touch on is like this three year old. So the three year old just happened to be singing the song and you were around. So they didn't know they were, they were singing to the singer. Sing. Yeah. They didn't know that they were singing to the singer. That, that's a dope feel. That must be a dope ass feeling, though, right? Hearing, <laughs> hearing someone singing your song. <laughs> even and it's not someone who's trying to even, butter you up. Nothing. It's just someone enjoying the song. Yeah, even old folks, and they don't even they don't even realize this is me singing. They don't even know, you know. <laughs> so I got a question. Um, yeah. So even like uh, Zaga and. Mkimbini and many, many Ama Piano songs, very often when we see them, uh, whether we see them on YouTube or we see them in Apple Music, Spotify, whatever the case is, it's uh, the DJ or DJs that worked on it, followed by a bunch of artists, the vocalists, producers, every like a whole bunch of names. Was yeah. it hard to stand out as one of the names in that huge catalog? So, for example, uh, the way Zaka is listed on, on, um, uh, on YouTube, like I won't lie, in my head that's mass music and Maporisa and Kabza. But then yeah. also, obviously, there's there's vocals on there. So, you, yeah. it, but I think maybe my brain is not is not computing that it's mass music and Kabza and Maporisa and Amos. Yeah. Or same with Mkimbini. Yeah. Mkimbini is even longer. I mean, you know. If, and, <laughs> so and, it, and 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 even in radio, even in radio, yeah, they don't they don't mention the whole other names. They just mention the first two or three. Exactly. Then the rest. So it was it was mostly a challenge, you know. And imagine me having to tell the people, no, guys, this is really me. But why didn't <laughs> they mention your name? No, it is really me, Amos. So it was a challenge. And and at that time, even the music bureau is not even short. So it's it, it's even worse. People can't identify or match me to the to the vocals. So they don't even know who Amos is, you know. So yeah, it was kind of challenging. And remember also that um, to 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 go out to people, you need like re- like resources of some sort. You know, mm-hmm. you need 
And as as I'm I'm also still new in this, I'm a piano thing. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm clueless in, in music and especially in the business side because you get a lot of people telling you this. No, why did you do this? Why do you work with such people? This and this is going to happen, you know, because they were judging me according to that situation at that time, the way I was, I, I, I was at that time, you know, uh, because the song was big, but we weren't making money because there weren't any gigs, you know? And so everyone just uh, concluded, no, boy, they, they actually knocked you. These people knocked you. Who, who, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did this. So it was, it was really a tough situation. And and having to also prove to your parents, no, it's going to happen in due time, in due time. Because I was still staying at home at, the, at that time. You know, they would yeah. expect money, they'd expect some things for me. But I couldn't do much because there weren't any gigs, you know. And there wasn't much that can could be done. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I often say like one of the toughest things, especially being an African artist, is being famous but broke. Yeah. That's the worst. Like you're West famous, but you're in a taxi. You're like, <laughs> yeah, you're also jumping off of the robot. <laughs> That's the worst thing ever, man. That's the worst thing ever. Trust me, trust me. I think I felt it. I've experienced that. I, I've experienced hmm. that at the time where I thought it's my breakthrough, but it was the worst time ever. Yo, hmm. I remember. You know, it's a funny thing. I remember. Um, because it was locked down, it went, it was a level five. So we were, we had grants, you know, uh, the government actually gave us grants, like 350, everyone, every month. And you apply for that. And mm-hmm. I needed that 350 at that time, but I was scared to go to the post office because you're supposed to stand in a queue in a post office. And, you know, that's where you, you are issued the money. But now the challenge is I can't go there because if I go there, then it's a story. People are, people will definitely talk. What's going to happen, you know? And I would, I would wear like a mask up until the top part of my eyes and, and a beanie. And I'd really go there. It was that bad. And when I tell people this story, they think I'm lying. No way, Amos. It, it couldn't have been that bad. I'm like, yes, dog. I was in a queue with old grandmothers and literally everyone, you know? Um, yeah, it was really bad. It was really, really bad. Sure. So here you, here you get to even more fame because the smash hit, in fact, probably exactly. the, the, the biggest <laughs> song of lockdown. <laughs> and the more famous comes out. Like, and the, hey bro yo, you don't understand man you don't understand man you don't understand
paint the picture, bro. Paint the picture. Sure. <laughs> Mpembeni. <laughs> you know when I when we did the song with Mass Music, we actually we were actually recording. Uh, sorry about that. We were actually recording a lot of music towards uh, Shonamala. You know, and the song was a beautiful song. You know, when when other guys listened to the song, they really felt like yeah, this song is 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 really. Sorry guys, I've mm-hmm. been I've been getting calls. I've been getting calls. Sorry about well, that. We, we know so, what it is, superstar, man. Superstar, superstar you're life, famous, man. Too, man. I mean, lifestyle, lifestyle. You can't that right. So the song was not really. I didn't actually think the song was gonna be a big deal because the song we were all looking at was uh, uh, Shonamala, you know, mm-hmm. and M Twenty became the biggest thing, and. It 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 was not released under Shonamalang. Obviously, it was released uh, with uh, Scorpion Kings, I think. So, yeah. and when it hit the market, I I got so much calls. Like life literally changed. Life literally changed from um, from being a regular Amos to Amos. You know, <laughs> <laughs> life changed, man. Anything being at Zimbabwe in a chokehold, not just know, South Africa. Bro, we know. were here also, <laughs> and I and I got I, I I got bookings. I got bookings. I went to Botswana, and life was starting to you know brighten up, and mm. my parents were starting to accept the music. Now, no, you know, I'm able to buy this and that, you know. Keep the change, you know. <laughs> and and you know when when to be honest, when you when you when you haven't owned a, a, a lot of money before, and it gets to you at a very young age, in in like frequently, you don't think of uh, buying a fridge, uh, nah. doing you know, nah, bro. Fast life, fast life. Just life, you 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 dollar what must be dollar, you you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I know I dollar a lot of things, and then while I was comfortable at that, uh, I had the news. Hey, apparently it's we're going to quarantine. Something is going to happen. I'm like, ah, boy, what's that? <laughs> what's that? And it 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 it, it was it, it was like a kind of a stereotype, you know something that came from the street, you know, and, and when it happened, it caught me, uh, in a space where I was not prepared at all, mentally, financially. And I thought like, it was at the point where I thought I'm about to, I'm about to explore. I'm about to explode. Basically, you know, life is about to start. And then quarantine came about, I mean, uh, COVID, um, yeah, things changed, things changed. Um, and now we couldn't. I couldn't produce more music because even the courage to produce music I didn't have anymore. Um, it was like I'm starting to regret doing music. You know, it was bad, man. And I literally saw gigs being cancelled one by one. You know, when you when you when you could literally count um, the gigs and conclude and make a total down there. With okay, this is what uh, we'll be gonna be working for. This these are the impacts gonna be uh, making these are the collaborations people to meet and all plans they just flourish you know 
and it was really tough, man. It was really bad. But I'm right. sure it was it was bad for everyone, not just Amos. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I I think like as we discussed before, like I think that's also something that's really powerful. Um. That we'd we'd like to dig into is because after that, um, you kind of took a step back from yeah. making music. Um, why did you take a step back and what were you dealing with during that time? During that time, I was trying to, like I was with my friend. <laughs> I was with, I was with friends. I was chilling with friends and, and because friends with literally my only escape, you know, I couldn't go outside. I couldn't do anything. You know, I was depending on friends emotionally, you know, people to talk to every now and then. And, and we constantly think, what, what can we do different? What can we do different? Until I decided to, to do farming, like uh, take farming serious, you know, because I had already uh, invested uh, before. So I thought, okay, let me, let me, let me do farming. It kind of gave me, it relieved my stress, you know, because I was able to think and also, uh, uh, building something on the side it was like a side hustle but it became the main focus and music kind of became a second option because it was it was i needed something i needed money basically i needed money to 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 to, to survive to try to match the the lifestyle of celebrity you know um because I couldn't focus on music at that time because the song the songs were already out. It's like the work mm. is done. Now we just need to uh look like your work. And I couldn't <laughs> and I wasn't yeah. matching, you know. I wasn't matching because even interviews, they would want to interview me. I can't, I can't make it for the interview because the phone I'm using is bad. I'm not I'm my mind is not even here. I'm I'm you know, I'm sad, I'm mad, and you want to make an interview with me for your podcast. And that's when social, that's when, um, social media was also booming because everyone was doing a podcast. This, who, who is doing a radio and everyone wants favors. Hey, I'm doing this. Can you come? And you, and I felt like, I feel like I also didn't, wasn't able to, to make, good relationship, uh, you know, strong relationship, especially with other musicians, you know, because at that time I could have, I could have went further, you know, I could have went further uh, in terms of collaborations, in terms of uh, creativity, you know, so that mm. kind of also took me out of my pattern of making music and the love of making music. It, 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 it triggered me a bit, you know, it really triggered me. Yeah, it's understandable. Huh? Yeah. So what what were you farming? I was farming veggies and livestock. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Are you still <laughs> are, you, are you still farming? Yeah, I still do. You know, but I'm I'm not there full time uh, because I have to be in studio. You know. Nice, nice, nice. So check out Momo Lemi now Amos. Huh? So that's when others are taking. Take back the land. Take it all. Take the yeah, land. Give me the land back, Chief. <laughs> Give us the land. Take the land. Uh, how did you? How did you come out? 
um, you've mentioned that, you know, over time, like, you know, eventually started going back to studio, but how, what actually pushed you to come out of that, that, you know, that space that you were in? Um, it was, it was a collaboration with Jules, uh, when, uh, for the song, it um, Jack, so the, the new, cause I had a, okay. So I had a different manager then. So that the first manager I had had to leave because he also couldn't manage me anymore because he's not making money either. So then Mm. Jack came about, Jack is a, is a guy who introduced me to mass music, who is my neighbor. You understand? So mm. Jack called me. He was like, Amos, there's this guy called uh, Jules from UK. He's coming to South Africa to Maporisa's crib. But apparently, they're not going to work anymore. So he's literally a free agent. And not in a bad way, but he's, 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 he's around. So I'm thinking of pitching up to him and, you know, you, you make a call because he's a big dealer. And I didn't know who Jules was. I was like, okay, let's mm. try it out. And then I met Jules and then we did Tembisa and literally every, like every interviews I got, they were always mentioning Jules. And I, I then understood what, okay, Jules is this type of a person. So from there, I kept on recording, you know, even after Abu Busi, so commenting on my, on my Instagram, Hey, Amos, you having a collaboration with Jules. That's great. You know, other people reaching out. And then I, I, I started developing the love again, you know, and the appetite of making music. Um, I went back to studio. It, it must be nice huh? to, to have the luxury of not knowing who Jules is. You just pitch up. People, people are killing for, for a Jules beat. And they were just like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's why, that's why, I, that's why I feel like I, 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 I missed a lot of opportunities and a lot of, uh, building relationships with other people because I didn't have time to research properly about anything. You know, I had a lot in my mind and I I was going wherever they take me. Amos, let's go there, I go. Do this, I do, you know? Um, because I was hoping for wherever they, 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 they take me, I was hoping to get something so I can buy or make a living, you know? So I didn't really care where I'm going, who I'm meeting. My mind was, am I going to get mine? Am I going to get something, you know? Mm -hmm. So that kind of disturbed the whole process, you know, of meeting or of creating proper relationships and communication with other people, you know, because I'd enter into a room of, of like a bigger artist, you know, people who have really worked hard. And I don't even notice anyone, you know, I don't even care. My mind is just at that thing, which I have to go back home and do something, you know, and I need, I need to buy food because even my, both my parents had lost their job. So, you know, it was, it was hectic, you know? So that's, 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 that's the sad, the sad part of it. I, yeah. I could have maximized, you know, I could have maximized on a lot of things. But, but I, I think you've recovered well. Uh, I mean, come on. I, I think you're on the right step. <laughs> but we're like, glad you're here, man. Yeah, but as as a creative, I think like that's one of the worst things. Like, yeah. It's so difficult to create when you don't have the luxury to create sure. because you're worried yeah. about, I got bills, I got rent. Yeah, yeah, true. 
true. So, you know, even the even the even the people who help you to to make music or to push content or to they also mm-hmm. become demotivated, you know, because you constantly need to motivate people, you know. But if you or you myself, I can't I'm broken. How am I gonna motivate the next person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, man. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. But I, I think the, the other the other thing is like there's an interesting debate um that's that's been going on for a couple of months with regards to Ama Piano and international artists um taking the sound or borrowing the sound and collaborating. Um Jules in my in my estimation, he seemed to have done it right because he made connections with South African artists. He came down to South Africa. Yeah. He tried to absorb himself in the culture. Um, he started doing mixes and all that stuff. As an artist, how, A, how did you feel about Jules and how you approached Ama Piano? And then how do you feel about the Ama Piano sound being taken by international acts? I strongly think it's going to be the best thing that Ama Piano goes out there into other country because which means they are growing it. It's becoming bigger and bigger, you know, and it's, it's, it started here in South Africa, which means we are also going to, uh, I mean, our sound is also going to change our lives better because it's, it's broadening up, you know, but what I appreciate about Jules the most is the fact that he he literally came down to South Africa, you know, and he came down for, for collaboration and for exchanging exchanging sounds and creating with with people who made Amapian. You know, he went directly went to Abu Tijem Maporisa, and in that sense, I would say I would. In that sense, I would say I, I, I would love Ama Piano to 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 break in that way, you know. Not not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but not just ascending vocals, you know, vocals because the sound is not well executed, you know. You, it's not. It doesn't. It it, it feels like it's diluted in a way, mm. you know. Because you have to understand the culture of it and 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 the sounds and the the, the sounds basically you have to have mm-hmm. the sounds how to do it and and interact with the, the people like come come down to SA interact with us let's collaborate you know proper collaboration even if you don't come but you know let's let's how create you- relationships so that we also have a piece of the sound that side, we, we are able to learn other stuff that side and vice versa. How do you feel about producers who are not connected to South Africa in any way? They could be outside the country. Maybe they're there in Ghana, maybe they're in the UK, um, and they just make Ama Piano music. Uh, because some people, uh, like Phil has mentioned, some people have felt, no, it's, it's our thing. If you want it, come here and get it, then you can take it back with you. <clears throat> Whereas, for example, Guilty Beats made an Ama Piano uh, song for Georgia Smith in the UK. Mm. Yeah. And South Africans were, were upset. You know, they were like, yeah, no, because, that's, it's our thing. No, but that's the thing. It's, it doesn't sound like Ama Piano, you know? Mm. It doesn't sound like Ama Piano. So that's why we are mad. And don't, don't, don't call it Ama Piano if it's not Ama Piano. <laughs> Rather, reach out 
to the people mm. who made it. You know, call it a keyboard. No, but she mm. said it's, she said piano, guys. It's piano to the world. Piano. Uh, call it keyboard no and leave us alone. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. That's actually a, a, another interesting um, thing. As someone who did Afropop and then switched out my piano, the sound has also started to evolve where there's not much piano anymore in Ama Piano because, you know, the original Ama Piano from the Eastern End and Pretoria was sure. deep on the keyboard, which I'm sure, sure. you'd love because, and now it's just heavily focused on the log drum. Yeah. What do you think about that evolution? Sure. Um, you know, I feel like I'm a piano, even though it's growing and it's, it's, it's moving into the lock drum. Mm. You can't play lock, like the hard lock drum everywhere. Like you can't play hard lock drum in a, in a, what you call, in a braai, you know, in a braai. There's, there's, yeah. there's different ama pianos, you know. Sometimes you need to yeah. relax and listen to good music, but it's still ama piano, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a private private school ama piano. Every time I hear that phrase, it kills me. <laughs> I was trying to explain to someone what the phrase uh, private school ama piano means. So, in fact, as, yeah. as someone who's in the culture, please, what does what's private school ama piano? <laughs> It sounds like, like I would say, deep house. I'm a piano, like a deep house. There's commercial and deep. Mm. So Kevin yeah. Momo is like deep. I'm a piano, you know. Mm. For I'm a hot man. It's 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 not it's not for I'm a two thousand. It, it's a different, <laughs> area, you know. It's a different. Not in a bad way. <laughs> in the two thousand, you must not kill me. Not in a bad way. Yeah, about two thousands are they in bed, right? They pass curfew. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the, so let's talk about. Sorry, let's it, talk about this project here. Um, how did you then? You're farming. You're you're trying to meet, make ends meet. How do you then start going back into making music, and obviously creating at a high level because this is a great album. So you've got to be in that right headspace to to be able to create good art. How did yeah. you get from from that position to get working on this album and like being like, okay, I've got a body of work that I, I want to release? Like if you can listen to the project Chonamala, eh? mm. it's mostly me. Like Angel, you know they say whatever that you say with your mouth, it's what you've been thinking. Like you become yeah. what what you think, you know. So. Mm. Even the even the project I did with Miss Shonamalang, the songs, all the songs, they relate to that struggle of pandemic. You understand? Mm-hmm. From um, uh, I need the strength to go on. Because it's, it's that. I'm asking to God, Lord, can I get strength? to do then to go back to music. And then another song, Shonamalang, it says the same way. So I believe uh, uh, I, I got the inspiration also, you know, from, from that whole situation of pandemic. Even though it was tough, there was also something that uh, I learned from it and I, 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 I managed to, to, to put it on a project with mass music. 
Speaking of which, um, you must get your flowers because that project was twice nominated at the summers. Yeah. So shout out to you for that. You know, shout people out. are obviously noticing you. And yeah, uh, yeah. obviously shout out for the uh, face of his gubu on Apple Music. No way. We see you. We see you. You, you see people are, people are seeing it's that, <laughs> that feeling that you had in 2019 before COVID-19. And I feel like, I like it's happened. <laughs> you know, I feel That's like it's saying, only now man. that I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a celebrity. It's only now I feel like I'm a celebrity to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you start creating this project? And oh, in fact, before we even get there, you've been working with T.O. since your Afropop days. How did T.O. go from being an Afropop producer to having some of the <laughs> hardest drums in Ama Piano? He, I remember I went to Tio's house <laughs> having to, you know, uh, having a few drinks. So I was, I was, I was nice. So I got there, I was like, Tio, man, let's quit this Afropop thing. And I was really drunk. <laughs> it's not working. And he was chilling with his girlfriend. He's like, no, man, me, I grew up with jazz, man. Jazz in it, like dog. <laughs> we are hungry, man. We need money, man. Yo, it's bad. So. Yeah, I begged him, I begged him. Then he at some point he had to meet mass music and that's why most of some of the songs he was able he played a, a, a guitar on them. Like mm. in fact all the songs I did in Shonamalang. So he played a huge huge role in, in the in the production of Shonamalang. Oh, so, so you converted him the, as well. Yeah, so and he's one of the people who, who are like literally unnoticed. You know, um, but yeah, in due time, we, we, we all, we all get there. Dope, dope. So after working with Shona Malanga, how do you start like structuring your team and realizing, okay, I want to put a bar, because putting a project together is not an easy thing, especially yeah. from scratch. Um, how are you developing those relationships how are you are you putting it together how are you getting these these big collaborations because you've got some you've got some big names on this project um how did you put all that together i remember at that time i was at uh, i the project was done at maporisa and mm. when you are in when you are at maporisa like you are exposed to a lot of opportunities you know everyone is there so and how the project went out, it went out, we didn't even know that the project is going to go out. Like, my producer was like, hey, guys, I think we should drop, you know, let's let's compile everything we have. So, because we, me and music, Mass Music, we've been working, you know, working silently, recording. And uh, mm-hmm. I just got a call that, hey, bro, what's the name of the project going to be called? It's like, I, I don't know. Uh, Bambelela, no, let's, let's call it Chanamala. And then he com- he compiled all of those projects and our um, what's another project? There's, there was five or six projects. Then he dropped mm-hmm. them all at the same time, you know. Okay. And then now moving on to your solo project, when did you decide? Okay, now I need to start working on Yimilo. The Yimilo from the ve- first so- first time I recorded the song Yimilo, because. Mm-hmm. I recorded the song same at, at Black Boy. It was in 2019. Ne? Mm. And I was like, I I I was like greedy with the song. I didn't want anyone to to jump on the songs like 
I don't want anyone, you know. And I, I, I asked Mess Music, Mess, please hide that file as, as far as you can, man, please, you know. Because I felt like this song describes me. And if someone jumps on the song, it, 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 it's, he might not, you know, pull it up the way I want it to be, you know. And I wanted it this way. It, it, it was, it, it felt like, it's, it, I think it's a dream, you know. It's, that's how I wanted to drop my music this way like i wanted my music to have to 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 speak to to describe who amos is to make sense you know yeah. to, to have a story behind it so yeah we compiled song i even forgot what you asked eh everyone forgets we just want song. you to talk man we're loving the story <laughs> we love it so so then why is it the shortest song on the album what's going on here bro <laughs> <laughs> the reason why the reason why it's actually the the, the sh- short song in the album it's because uh, I love the song the way it is ne, with in terms of production work and some of the files because it's it's an old song we couldn't get hold of some of the files you know to to mm. to play around with the song extended and 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 so and we did try we did try. Uh, doing other things like editing, even my figures all tried on the songs. Like no ways, no, 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 no. Uh, there's a lot of artists who try to to jump on the song, but I, I prefer keeping it that way. I prefer keeping it that way because I didn't want to ruin it. I felt like if you, because I mean we've tried, we've tried other ways, we've added something, but we were not. We we're ruining it, man. And the song is really special to me. And we we're actually literally ruining it. Yo, I, you know what I love? I, I love seeing how like personal artists get to some of their songs. Like, you can even <laughs> see it in his face. It's like, oh, oh, it's a baby. Don't touch my baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, um, Amos. So yeah. we want we want our listeners to also vibe to this album. But obviously we can't play the whole album on the podcast. Give us yeah. a song that we can say, yeah, this is the one that properly introduces yeah. this album. Lifestyle. Ah, we've played that already. You see, you're behind. We we already had it. We played it. We played it two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that song. That song is pulling up. It's pulling up for me. Oh and- yeah. <laughs> Nah, man, the, the project is full of bangers. Uh, Mushle, uh, I'm a paper bag. Ooh. I think Gemini. Mata, I'm not Mata. Um, uh, Mudimo, Rata, 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 yeah. Rata. Yeah, which one? Which I now the name is missing. Which is the one where you have like the you start doing the jazz scatting and the jazzy song. Uh, Oluang Impela. Yo, I I love I love that one as well, man. Ah, it's, it's such a dope project. Um, but I think also like one thing I wanted to come back to, um, and the powerful story you mentioned was the depression, the struggling, um, the pressure of being an artist, but also now being the breadwinner. Um, if I understand, like you also have a a, a youngin right now, you, uh, during, during, I think it was during COVID is, is, uh, if I understand correctly, you had a child as well. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of pressure to put on someone. That's a lot of pressure, man. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. 
um, yeah, and, and I was speaking to your manager about like, I feel like that's such a powerful story because a lot of artists are dealing with that same pressure. Like just, I have to be the provider, but I can't, or I, I'm not sure how to, at the same time I'm famous, but I, I I'm struggling to, to pay the bills in your, from your experience, like what were some of the things that really helped you get your mind right and cope with all that pressure that you were dealing with? It's farming, man. Farming relaxes your mind. You know, mm-hmm. it took the, away the stress. You know, it's it's dealing with crops, basically, and animals. <laughs> yeah. it, it really, it really helped me a lot. You know, um, to relieve my stress. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, doing farming actually helped me a lot during the, mm. that period. This is this is this is bad news for white farmers trying to keep the land. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you are stressed, go and get some land. <laughs> so, where, where is your farm, by the way? If you don't mind me asking, in Babsfontein. How far? So, and you right? You you in Joburg, right? Yeah. So how far? You know, I don't like the where. Where do I see? I I used to see Babsfontein when I used to drive to. I think it was Rustenburg, and I always used to die because it's Babsfontein. <laughs> <laughs> How far is Babs from Joburg? Babs from Joburg. Uh, I would say it's um it's a forty forty five minutes drive. Okay, so it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So yeah, you can be in bad. and out. You can be in and out. Yeah, but I think that that's also a, 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 weirdly enough. You 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 came across a really smart move because no matter what. Like, especially as an artist, because it's seasonal. Like, there'll be seasons yeah. where the bookings are coming in, and there'll be seasons where there'll be no bookings. But at least, yeah. you know, every month, you've got um, recurring revenue, and you've got a place you can escape to get your mind sure. right, do whatever you need to sure. do. Yo. In fact, yeah, Dan, I, I got an idea. Amos, listen to this. I got an idea. I got an idea. How about we organize okay. a writing camp at the farm? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yeah, that would be dope, hey. <laughs> that would be dope, yeah. And it's so peaceful there. You can think. You can literally hear your thoughts. You know, it's so peaceful. Ah, definitely. I'm gonna hit up Jack. We're gonna make it happen. I'm t- this, is, I, this is a genius idea, Dan. And then you do, you only eat if you kill the food. So you've got to kill the chicken if you want to eat. Yeah, light work. <laughs> light work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, man, ah, you know what? I, this, I think this, this is a dope chat, man. I I, I enjoyed this, man. This is ah, it's a dope chat, yeah. man. I, I'm really happy. Like it was. I, I kid you not. You you are my my favorite new acts. I, I I've been a fan since the beginning of log, lockdown, and then um this project especially. I was like this this is a this is a solid body of work. And then uh, as yeah. I mentioned it earlier, I'm listening. I'm like, wait a minute, this guy's switching languages. He's covering different subject matters. Obviously, I don't speak all of them, but I, I pick up where I can. And the production is is, is 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 a monster. Like especially like the drums on Mushle. Oh God, yo! Ah, <laughs> uh, my neighbors are tired of that song. That mo- most of the drums and the percussions, it's it's actually mass music and two banging the, the desk. <laughs> wow, yo! It's that, not that programmed. Like, yeah, yeah, that is dope. it's crazy, man. That, that, that so what dope. language are you? Me. I I'm I'm Zimbabwean, man. This guy is is Canadian. Okay, I'm technically I I'm Scottish, but you know so Which you know the white man? man, 
he, he think the, 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 the white man woman. trying to get into black man's business. Can you see? Can you see? Excuse me, who's yellow here? Who's the yellow bro? Huh? Get out of here. Huh? I'm Debele. Huh? Speak Debele, let's hear. Hi. <laughs> Say one sentence in Debele. Say one. One Aye, sentence. Look, I'm not gonna. I'm not okay, white man. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna bow to your to your commands. Lighter than Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, know, man. I'm just a normal Zimbabwean guy, my guy. I'm just a normal Zimbabwean guy who uh, who tries and appreciates the cultures, the cultures of the world. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'll, we shall be looking out for for the the video for Jemin. Um, shout out to you. He's saw, already his next video is going to be lifestyle. This one I can already see. I I, I, I saw. Did you, I don't <laughs> know if you, if you've been following Amos on the Instagram, but he just copped himself a brand new Jemin. Uh, congrats, my guy. Uh, oh, our life's changed, man. You can see now, chick, he's got the stunner shades on. My man is looking fresh with the trim, designer. Yeah, shout uh, out, I'm man. a paper baggy Gucci. <laughs> Prada. <laughs> nah, man, we love to see that. That's, 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 that's the wave, man. We need to make sure more, more artists, more artists succeed, man. So it's a great story. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm telling you, you got a fan. Whenever you got a project you want to drop, uh, hit us up. We'll be more than happy to to plug it. Um, yeah, I think I think we've covered it. I don't know. It's pretty uh, much it. Hey guys, go check out Yimi Lo. Y I M I Yimi Lo on yeah, uh, on all the all the platforms. Yeah, Amos A Y M O S. Exactly. Yeah. And obviously, if you subscribe to the Two Broke Tumbos playlist, you will see that song towards the top of the playlist because we've been ringing it off. Um, Amos, please give us your socials. Uh, where can people follow you, get hold of you, uh, and catch you online? You can catch me on Amos underscore Shili, A Y M O S underscore S H I L I underscore. Yeah. Nice. On nice, all nice. social media platforms, I'm available. Don't go home. Aight, aight, aight. So I, I think it's, it's only fitting. Since we've played the other ones, we're going to play our with, uh, with Yimilo. And, and yeah, man. Uh, we'll we'll catch you next one, man. Thank you so much, Amos. We appreciate the time. Thank you so much. This is a, this is a dope chat, man. Thanks, my dude. We'll Thank be watching you. with keen Take interest, care. man. Thanks. Uh, I'll hit up Jack no after this. Thanks, man. Cheers. Hey guys, if you live in Zimbabwe, you may have seen a number of stories in the press speaking about the influx of counterfeit or illicit alcohol that's flooding the market. This is obviously especially concerning as we approach the festive season. Maybe you've even seen forwards in the group chat with alcohol being sold at ridiculously cheap prices. The scariest thing about this recent trend is that consumers don't know what's in the drinks they're consuming. Some of these counterfeit alcohols contain harmful products such as ethanol and pure alcohol, as well as coloring agents that could cause irreversible damage to the health of consumers. So because of this, Jameson Irish Whiskey has launched the hashtag #BuyOriginal campaign. To help you identify that your Jameson Irish Whiskey is original, they have added extra safety and security markers to protect you. Whenever you buy a bottle of Jameson Irish Whiskey, look out for a clear seal on the neck of the bottle with the Jameson text and a white sticker on the bottle reminding you to drink responsibly. For more information on how Jameson Irish Whiskey is protecting you from counterfeit alcohol and how you can identify if your whiskey is original, head on over to twobroketumbos.com forward slash Jameson or look out for the information on our social media pages. Jameson Irish Whiskey by original. We <laughs> 